Welcome to Femsplained, rewriting pop culture perspective. Hello, my name is Leela. I'm Lily. Yay. <laughs> um, and today we are going to be talking about the young women of TikTok. I don't know about you, but I have noticed a trend of like looking back at the treatment of women in like the 90s and the early 2000s and sort of recognizing how vile that treatment was. Um, and I don't know about you, but what got what brought this into my sort of consciousness was Framing Britney. Yeah. It came out in, I believe, February. And it got me thinking about all the individuals who like had similar treatment than Britney Spears but it also got me drawing parallels to like current social figures and like specifically TikTokers. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's people forget that that treatment didn't just magically go away. It didn't stop. It's still very much happening. But I think it's just a little bit less like in your face and obvious. Yeah. yeah. I I only really think it's like less aggressive, but I think it's also more prevalent. Not prevalent, but it's more widespread because of, like, the internet and, like, everybody has access. Like, basically, you can say whatever you want, and it's behind a screen, so... Exactly. Um, I think that, I think that, like, it's very easy for us. Like, I can imagine that, like, when we have children, they are going to look back and they're sort of going to be thinking the same things that we were, that we're thinking currently... Which is, like, how can somebody treat another person like that? Yeah. And I want to start with that question. I want to talk about why it's so easy to criticize celebrities um, and then traditional celebrities versus TikTokers. hmm Sorry. I think that celebrities are super removed from, like, regular people, and so I think it's really easy to dehumanize them. And I think that dehumanizing somebody is, like, the first step towards justifying abuse towards that person yeah yeah i think especially like before when there wasn't you know like laws to regulate paparazzis when people would just like infiltrate celebrities houses i mean they still do this right like you see like the giant like tiktok houses and like people like wait outside of them just for someone to come outside like you don't treat them like you would a normal person like if you did that to someone who you didn't know can you imagine that would be like (laughs) really weird like yeah and and we also like paparazzi ask like the craziest questions like super invasive yeah like you you feel so entitled yeah to knowledge about that person's life simply because they're a public figure and i think that that's really gross um back in the day specifically with tabloids i think it they sort of presented consumers with something to hate um and everyone sort of i think accepted that as truth because i think it's so easy to rally a group of people to dislike somebody when it's like the argument is founded on stuff we're already taught to hate yeah you know so like i think we all grow up sort of being told the standards at which to hold women to Mm -hmm. and so when they don't it's very easy for us to dislike her yeah yeah and i think that that's something that made the tabloids so effective is that they sort of looked at those specific... Like, they highlighted when people didn't meet the standard. 
and so it was so easy for everybody to sort of agree with what they were saying. Today, I'd like to think we're much less openly misogynistic. I hope. I mean, I definitely think it's it's less like aggressive, yeah. but like the like the sentiment is still there. Like people, it's like people decide that they're gonna make comments, but they're not as like I hate women. It's not as direct, but like when you take two seconds and look at it, you're like, okay, this is founded yeah. on misogyny. I actually, I, but yeah, like you said, like the themes yeah. are still very much there. And I think that the concerning part about, you know, current treatment of female celebrities is that we're not relying on tabloids to sort of pick and choose what we attack and who we yeah. hate. We're going on TikTok and we're actively, well, I, wouldn't, I don't know if it's actively, but we're finding women to criticize and to harass and there's no middle person anymore. We're like doing the misogyny for ourselves. There, I think that that's super concerning, and yeah, I think it, yeah. it shows a lot about the culture online and how easy it is to criticize somebody. There's online. no filter. Absolutely, absolutely. And I also think that we have an idea that like just because we post something online, you know, the person's not gonna see it, right? Yeah. And I think that that logic is kind of like, I'm going to throw this plastic bottle into the ocean, you know? I'm the only person throwing plastic bottles into the ocean, so yeah. it's not going to affect anyone, yeah. right? Yeah. But then we have, like, that continent of floating garbage in the middle of the ocean. Yeah, it's Like, huge. when everybody has that sort of logic, yeah. then that person's comment section is, like, flooded with hate. Yeah. And so <laughs> I just think that, like, we use that to justify it, but it's not very much not justifiable yeah i mean people believe that their like quote-unquote harmful little comment is like not gonna affect anyone but, but it does all your wouldn't that yeah. the only comment in a person's comment section like obviously they're gonna see it and yeah. that's gonna have terrible effects on them and i think that there's a huge difference between like traditional celebrities and social media influencers because a social media, or sorry, a traditional celebrity's job is to like act or to sing. Yeah. yeah. But a social media influencer's job is to be themselves, and so they let us into our into their lives so much more than traditional celebrities do. And because of that, I think that they give us so much more to criticize. Yeah, and I think like for every like ten positive comments, if there's one negative one, you're gonna feel that so much more. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Like, this, even, like, in real life, like, if someone, like, criticizes you for something, but, like, everybody else says you're doing well, like, you're gonna pay more attention to the negative thing. Exactly. I think that it's, when you're looking at, like, social media influencers, it's no longer, I don't like her music, or I don't like her movie. It's, like, I don't like her. It's very yeah. different, sort of feeling yeah people believe they like know the person from what they put online which is inaccurate yeah. but yeah so i'd like to talk about sort of before we get into specific examples i want to talk about um like why do we see such a 
disparity in like the treatment of female female tiktokers versus uh, male tiktokers and i think one of the bigger parts of this is like teenage girls are like society's punching bags we have almost this like automatic knee-jerk tendency to like mock them for what they like and the way that they act and it's obviously rooted in misogyny because like gender norms and roles tell us that women are of less value and therefore their interests and Mm -hmm. their personalities and stuff like that that's all of less value and we also hold women to much higher standards than we do men and that i think allows us to callously criticize and harass them when they don't meet our standards i think we immediately write off teenage girls because one they're young and then two they're women we don't take them seriously and I think that that means that young women on TikTok are, at least in part, getting hate simply for being teenagers and young women. Yep. I don't know if you have any thoughts. I mean, yeah, I just, I think, like, when you're taught that men have, like, this value, like, a guy can get on TikTok and dance and everybody will be like, oh my god, you're so hot. <laughs> but a girl can, like, show her stomach and they'll be like, why are oh you god. eating so much? Ooh. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. But a guy can literally be shirtless and they'll be like, ha ha ha, oh my god. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I think the standards that we hold teenage girls to are so high that there's no way they can succeed. Yeah. And then we criticize them. We're setting them up for failure, basically. And I think another huge part of misogyny on TikTok is that, and this is like for regular everyday women as well, there's like no right way to be a woman. No. Like if you're a girly girl and you present yourself, I don't like the word girly girl, but if you're a quote unquote girly girl and you present yourself in a traditionally feminine way and you have traditionally feminine interests... You're, like, shallow, yeah. and you're annoying, and you're vapid, you know? Yeah. I actually, I saw a, a video about that, like, literally today, and I was like, why am I seeing this? And it was one of those, like, uh, I think it was, like, girls trying to open a jar. No. Bruh girls trying to open a jar. No. Like, what? And it was, like, <laughs> the girl was, like, opening a jar normally, and the bruh girl was, like, walking in and being all, like, quote-unquote masculine and we were just like why do we no is it is 2021 almost 2022 do we have no room for this anymore i think but at the same time we still confine women to that box and like the traditional gender norms yeah because if she has traditionally masculine interests then we invalidate them like oh you're wearing your nirvana shirt name five songs (laughs) oh you like soccer name five players like what like it's also like people can like t-shirts why do I have to prove my interest yeah, to you? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Because there's no way that a woman can, like, like guy stuff. Like, sorry I like here. graphic design. <laughs> I think, so, yeah. Like, we actually said there's no way that women can like things that are traditionally male interests. Yeah. And so the first part of it is simply because she's a woman, she's of less value, she's annoying, she's an annoying teenage girl, whatever. And the other part is that there's, no matter how she acts, she's going to get criticized. There's no right way for her to exist. Yeah. Yeah. And so no matter how Charlie D'Amelio, Addison Ray, Nessa, however they present themselves, 
they're going to get hate no matter what, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so um, yeah. Charlie D'Amelio gave an interview for Access Hollywood last year. And she spoke about how she felt that men and women, or she's held to different standards than men are on TikTok. And I think that I, I 100% agree with her. Yeah. 100%. Um, I think, you know, we all grew up, like I mentioned before, we all grow up sort of being subconsciously taught misogynistic ideas uh, through the media and through the way that we're socialized. And no matter how like progressive we think we are Mm -hmm. we still fall victim to those biases yeah and we get taught to hate women because they're of less value than men and we get taught yeah i i did see something interesting i don't i'd have to like find it again but there was something where i would i would really have to like find the actual source but there's something where they ask kids to draw like uh like jobs and like have the people doing their jobs and so like for traditionally like masculine things like firefighter doctor like stuff like that it would be a man but then for like nurse teacher it totally. would always be women and it's like it sh- and these were like kids right like it yeah. shows you how ingrained like social gender norms are yeah yeah i think um sorry i had like, we get taught the standards at which to hold women to and the standards at which to hold men to, and those are vastly different. Mm-hmm. The standards we hold women to are much more rigid and hard to meet than the standards that we hold men to. Um, and so we apply those standards to stuff that we see in real life. Yeah. And obviously, when a woman doesn't, meet the standards those impossible standards to meet she's a lot more easy to criticize Mm -hmm. it's i already said this but it's really easy to rally a group of people to dislike someone if the argument is founded on misogyny yeah so like if i say for example brooklyn webb if i comment on her video and i'm like you shouldn't be dancing in a crop top because you know the standard says that you need to be skinny. Mm-hmm. It's so easy for me to get support on that idea. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Her comment section is always vile, filled with vile like, door emojis. And you're just like, what? This is. No, 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 no. This is like ridiculous. Like, why exactly. are we valuing people based off how they look? That's dumb. I'd like to talk about the D'Amelio sisters. Mm. I think because of their size, like Charlie D'Amelio famously was the first TikTok creator to hit 100 million followers on TikTok. And like, I think, I believe she blew up in the summer of 2019. And it's been a while. Yeah. And uh, her sister Dixie followed in like very quickly. They are two of the most followed people on TikTok. Mm Mm-hmm. And they recently came out with a Hulu show, and I've don't I don't know if you watched it. No, I mean I've definitely seen clips, but I haven't. Yeah, like yeah. I watched a few episodes, and I couldn't watch it. I was like, I can't do this anymore, because like there are multiple moments where they like break down crying because of the hate that they receive online, and it's so crazy to me. Like these, like I believe Charlie's seventeen and Dixie's nineteen, twenty. 
Yeah, I don't. I'm and not entirely sure. They're young though. They're like, so young, and already the internet like makes them like. There's one moment I can like insert audio clips of it later, but there's like moments where Dixie's like, I just feel like I don't deserve anything, and Charlie's like, it just gets harder for me every day. Like, she's she blew up when she was our age. Yeah. Like I cannot imagine having to deal with what she's dealing in the hate that she's dealing with no i know i get something wrong on like one test and i'm like my life is over (laughs) yeah like i could not imagine millions of people online like bullying me that would actually break me i think that after this tiktok show came out i saw a lot of people being like but she's rich and she's famous like why should i feel bad for her i think people find it really difficult to sympathize with them because of their fame and their money yeah but i think what people don't realize is that like they didn't necessarily sign up for this like i think one of the first videos that charlie made that went viral she was like dancing in the bathroom like most of her early videos are just like with her friends and like Like, the fact that she's having fun on tiktok like so many other people are in this generation the fact that she's doing that does not mean that as soon as she posts that video she like signs up for the harassment she faces on a daily basis it doesn't mean that she signs up to have paparazzi follow her around yeah you know yeah i mean i think people think that once you get to a certain level of fame and money and like exposure that you just don't have emotions anymore exactly it's not like she yeah yeah it's not like she posted that tiktok and was like here you can (laughs) like pick me apart like yeah and i think dixie's music is a it's a huge thing oh my god the um Oh, what song was it? Boys. <laughs> yeah, that one. Like, like people just people. It, honestly, every kind song, of a good song though. Like the songs are. Oh, sorry, I just like talked really loud and the audio was like boom. <laughs> um, the the songs that she's releasing are very like generic pop songs. Yeah, you know? but and I don't think that there's anything very wrong with them. Like, sure, you might not like them. Yeah, but every single song she releases, people make fun of, and I'm like, where was this energy when Bryce Hall released that Sean sandwich? Sean Mendes of a he, song. His songs, they're like just very generic pop songs. Dixie just makes them, but she's a woman, and so everyone and hates so it. So we hate her, and it's I. <sighs> I just, I just feel like, obviously, she gets presented with these opportunities, and she's like, I like to sing, so I'm going to do it. And then the internet's like, haha, you suck. And I just cannot imagine, like, putting myself out there and having that sort of reaction. Yeah, yeah. Um, another thing about Dixie is that she gets called musty. I think the internet heard the word musty and just ran with it. Yeah, honestly, and they applied it to every single person, specifically Dixie. Yeah, gets called musty, and I think, like, this was one of the reasons for her, one of her breakdowns on the Demilio show. She's she talks about how she was going to the gym, and somebody took a video of her, and everyone's like, "She's so musty, she's so musty." Like the poor girl's going to the gym. Yeah, and we pick her apart for yeah. fun. Like that's crazy sad to me. Yeah, actually. I kind of have, like, something that relates to that. Every single time I go to the gym, I'm, like, embarrassed for sweating. No. Because, like, the men there, I'm, like, I'm actually embarrassed. That's what I'm there for. Yeah. You sweat when you work out. Body shaming on TikTok mm, is yeah. so, so prevalent. People love to point out when a woman gains weight or when she loses weight. The door emoji. You mentioned the door emoji already. People post the door emoji when people yeah. think that a woman's not curvy enough. They tell her not to eat if they think she's plus size, whatever. Like, 
people like to shame women if they feel like they don't fit into the mold of what a woman should look like. Yeah. And all these young women are, like, they're so young. Like, all these people that I'm thinking of in my mind, like Avani and Brooklyn and Nessa and Covert, like, they're all so, so young. And they're trying to grow up and, like, establish their sense of self. And it's being clouded by these comments that they're getting. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. I think an example, well, she's not a TikToker, but Adele, like, she is a celebrity who makes music professionally yeah. but the minute she lost weight people were like oh my god, she's oh my so god pretty. you're so pretty like exactly yeah i think i think i know that lizzo's like an actual celebrity but she is like on tiktok mm-hmm. and she does what i eat in a days or at least she used to pretty often and yeah. every time you open it people are like there's no way that's all she eats you definitely eat more than that yeah and i'm like yeah hello i also on tiktok specifically you see really skinny girls posting like like this is not an issue like respect to them right like they go to like a fast food place and they like get like four burgers you know and everyone's like like there's no comments about her weight right but as soon as someone who's like you know like a little bit like like not skinny does the same thing yeah people attack them oh my god yeah but it's like both of those things aren't like they're they're the same they just have different body types i don't exactly we sort of as a society we feel so much entitlement to comment on other people's bodies and just because a woman is putting a video of herself online does not give you the right to comment on her body like we have such strict ideas of what we think an attractive woman looks like yeah and obviously when somebody well not obviously but when somebody doesn't fit that idea we have this entitlement to pointing it out you know like it just is so gross to me how you know yeah like so gross there's it's just like you actually don't know the person yeah, like you're not their doctor. Peop- you're not yeah, their dietitian. People's metabolism works. Sorry, hold on. <coughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> people's metabolism works differently, and like yeah. you don't know that person specifically. Like, you know Who nothing gave about their the lives right? besides like the one dance video they posted, exactly. right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I I have nothing to add. <laughs> like That's I notice it. it. I notice it on Brooklyn Webb's page, so so much, like. She posts a video of herself dancing and people are like, well, maybe you should, maybe this is an instant, like, I swear to God, this, these are comments I've seen. Like, maybe this is an instance where bullying is okay. Because if you bully her, then she'll stop right. eating. Right. Or like, don't wear crop tops. Like, don't tell this poor young woman how to, how to deal, like, how to take care of her own body. Like, yeah. it's a completely normal, healthy body. Mm-hmm. And, ugh, sorry, I feel it's so gross it's just people expect women to be like skin and bones all the time it's like you can actually have no fat on your body or we have like the the beauty standard for women is so 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 strict yeah and i think something that's sort of in the same vein of that is i remember when tiktok was first blowing up and when like addison and and charlie were first addison ray and charlie d'amelio were first Mm -hmm. blowing up People were like, 
she's only famous because she's pretty yeah and to make matters worse people would then go on her page and be like i don't get the hype like she's not that pretty like who gave you permission (laughs) to comment on a teenager's looks like we as a society feel so entitled to other people's bodies and like to comment on their bodies why no no yeah especially like if you do that in real life oh my god can you imagine it's so misogynistic actually that's happened to to me in real life to to go what yeah when i used to do synchro all the moms would be like oh my god you've lost so much weight and i'd just be like (gasps) i'm 11 bitch i'm 11 (laughs) (laughs) literally that's exactly what would happen i'd be like okay oh no yeah anyway it's not good i think it's like it's so like gross and misogynistic to tell a girl you're only here because you're pretty just so you know yeah hello they're dancers they're dancers they are trained dancers yeah their videos went viral because they're dancers yeah they're like you actually have no value yeah to reduce some to reduce a woman to her looks so and that's bad. not something it's that we bad. see just on tiktok we see that everywhere oh absolutely like she's only famous because she's pretty no they're treated like props right like, oh my god absolutely like any billboard ever women are just like props there's also the untalented narrative like i noticed for a while like charlie d'amelio's audiences and addison all these people's audiences were like oh my god you're so talented i love you and then the general public was like i can't believe these people think that charlie d'amelio is more famous than or is more talented than ariana grande and it's like no one said that nope and like you're putting them in competition with each other for no reason like why are you pitting these women against each other for absolutely no reason yeah and like trying to see who's better like can't they just both exist as successful and talented women without having to compete with each other yeah please and like obviously tiktok it's like one minute videos doesn't take a whole lot of talent but to like as a general concept but to say just because they're tiktokers they're not talented i think is really unfair because, like, Avani got famous doing makeup. And, like, Brooklyn got famous doing her POV video, like, her acting. And Charlie got famous. Yeah. Addison got famous for their dancing. You also, know? Like, they're I talented will... individuals. I and do... why are we writing yeah. them off? Like, why are we invalidating their talents? Yeah. I want to bring up the fact that Avani probably did, like, more intricate makeup than, like, a lot of the men on yeah. TikTok. Oh, like, my God. Like, like benji benji crawl yeah. yeah like he would he, put on makeup and would, it'd be like oh my god on, he would put on fake freckles and everyone would be like oh my god king <laughs> and avani would like she put on like, clown makeup and it was like actually like that's nothing against benji specifically but it's just like it's it's the a, standard it's continual right? yeah. thing. it's not just this one yeah. instance and like sort of like in the same vein is that i've said in the same vein twice so far <laughs> and i'd never say that ever but in the same sort of scenarios that i notice like that you're untalented comments so much more on women's videos than men's videos and i want to bring up specific examples like brooklyn webb i'm bringing her up again yeah because i love her has videos where she like dances in front of a mirror mm-hmm. and the comments are like why are you trying so hard 
you know, comments about her body, comments that she's untalented, comments that she's not a good dancer. And then Vinny Hacker can stand in front of the mirror and just like zoom in on his face. <laughs> like, no, like, why is, why do we have such a double standard on TikTok? That's like, like, that's so gross. Yeah. So gross. Nasty. Yucky. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. I want to talk about uh, paparazzi and T-channels and cancel culture. Yeah. Because I think that they treat women much more differently than they treat men. Yeah. Because I think that we feel entitled to celebrities' lives, specifically female celebrities, way Mm -hmm. more than we feel entitled to male celebrities. Yeah. And, like, as soon as young women become famous, we have this entitlement to her image. And so we justify her being followed around by paparazzi every single day and we justify her being asked intrusive questions because she's a famous woman yeah like we are entitled to this and like no you're not like she's entitled to her privacy actually yeah it's it's the notion that as soon as you have over like a million followers you're actually not a person anymore exactly and i think t channels specifically like exacerbate is that a word exas exacerbate exacerbate thank you like small little missteps and like little mini cancellations yeah and fuel and facilitate yeah ours like sort of sadistic enjoyment of destroying someone's livelihood and like cyberbullying them and like being misogynistic towards them not to say like we shouldn't hold tiktokers and celebrities accountable but it's just like the little things right like someone could dislike i i don't even know what an example is no i know exactly what you're saying exactly what you're saying because it's so important to hold creators accountable for when they mess up but it's completely unnecessary to attack them to the point where that we damage their mental health yeah i think you had the dixie and snails (gasps) example in here right like yeah she you know, gagged while eating snails. And I believe yeah. the chef was their friend. So it was yeah. like, not malicious, right? Well, and like, like she's a teenage girl. She's allowed to think that snails are gross. I think that snails are gross. Yeah. I would not eat a snail if I. And that's you fair, know? right? It's and that's just completely opinion, fair. But, but like, she almost had her, like, she probably had her life ruined for like a week. Yeah. And, and like, then, I think it's, I yeah. think it's really interesting to like look at that because while Dixie can like, almost be like canceled into is unexistence a word she can be canceled into non-existence yeah i don't don't know (laughs) but like tony lopez can still remain relatively famous after his pedophilia scandal yeah yeah like it's we as we I've said this before many times so far, but, like, we hold women and men to very different standards, and we're also so much quicker to um, cancel a woman because when a woman makes a mistake, it's calculated and it's cold, and she's malicious. Yeah. And she's, like, Cruella friggin' DeVille. (laughs) But when a man makes a mistake, it's just a little oopsie. He just made a little mistake. I think we should give him another chance. Yeah. You know? And that's, like sort of ideas based built on our misogynistic views of of women in power yeah for sure we love to drag women down so much fun for us so much fun for us to 
bully women. Yeah. Like, yeah, I just, yeah, I can't imagine at 17 years old or how old was she? Oh, you good? Yep. I can't imagine at like 19 years old being canceled because I don't like snails. And then like watching your male counterparts like host parties during pandemics and not get canceled for it. Right. Yeah. And, and like literally be pedophiles and not have to face repercussions the mayor literally had to shut their electricity off and no one cared everyone was like oh my god he's such a cool kid everyone was like oh my god bryce hall is so cool and fun but then like tana mojo went out for or the big group of uh female celebrities went out for loray's birthday party yeah and they were like oh my god i can't believe that you're willingly putting the people of los angeles at risk so that you can have fun it's like where is this energy when it's a party with men in it like a party comprised of men like yeah um yeah yeah i also think that there's like i want to talk about um like the ramifications of having a female audience a lot of these young women have primarily young female audiences who like absolutely idolize and we tend to invalidate anything that has a largely female fan base Mm -hmm. you know because women are of less value their interests are of less value and i want to talk about a concept called male flight Mm -hmm. which is like sort of the concept that like as soon as women start enjoying an activity or like taking or like taking part in a trend or something all the men abandon it yeah yeah i yeah i so like sorry uh, I was just going to say, I think this isn't obviously a TikTok example, but a very famous example of, it's kind of the opposite of the Beatles, like, right, started <sighs> yeah. off as a boy band, like, and a, like four girls. People made fun of the four, word, and they called them hysterical. Yes, four and teenage now, girls. And now, and then when they, you know, took acid and stuff, <laughs> the, the men, right, like, flock to them, and now it's like, you wear a Beatles song, or a Beatles shirt, and they're like, Name five songs. Name five songs. I think... Name all of the members, please. (laughs) Name every single song, actually. Actually, name their manager. Who's their manager? (laughs) I don't know. Cheerleading used to be a men's sport. Mm -hmm. And then women started to enjoy it. And all the men were like, oh, no. Same thing with, like, the profession of secretary. Same thing with high heels. And, like, people, like, were observing it happen to, like, the veterinarian field. And so I think in the... To, like, apply that to TikTok. In the beginning, Charlie got a lot of fame because like guys liked her yeah. yeah and then all the all the all the young girls and young women were like oh my god i actually like this is a role model for me mm-hmm. and all the men are like now it's stupid yep it's yeah for sure it's as soon as something like as soon as a woman likes anything men are like actually never mind no Never mind. Actually, this sucks. Actually, yeah. you're stupid for liking it. Yeah, exactly. Like, as soon as something... Uh, because of huge female audiences that TikTokers have... That young women TikTokers have. Like, their platforms, their content, their personalities. Like, they're not good enough. You're untalented. Yeah. And, like, we take things that young teenage girls enjoy and we invalidate it. Which I think is part of the reason these young women have so much hate. <clears throat> Yeah. And, like, saying that something is enjoyed by teenagers is, a, in our society, a really great way to disparage it. Yeah. 
because yeah. we don't we already don't give teenage girls the respect they deserve Mm-mm. i think yeah it's especially like girls actually can like anything yeah like you say you like makeup which is a normal thing for anybody to like and then they're like you're fake you're fake you're fake you're, you're so... doing it for men actually yeah and you're fake yeah and then but if you are like oh i actually really like like football they're like <gasps> pick me you're yeah. doing it for yeah. men you're pick doing it me. for men they're like pick me pick me and you're like i actually just like sports i don't think that's an issue <laughs> actually like what <laughs> like the two things don't have to be independent of each other a woman can be comfortable in her femininity and also like sports and mm-hmm. also like rock music and also what like you know what i mean like yeah i think it also kind of like seeps into young girls like view of themselves because i definitely fell into that when i was a kid oh like, yeah like you know i like like not like other girls yeah i and it was even in like books yeah like, Dear Dumb Diary, for example, or like, uh, what was the other one? Dark Diaries? Like, yeah, that one. It was always just like, oh, I'm quirky and like, yeah. not like other girls. And that makes me better than everybody. Exactly. Which anyways, is like... Anyways. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to talk about like what kinds of effects seeing this type of stuff has. I love how you like moved away from your microphone to swallow that was really considerate. i didn't, didn't want to like mess up the <laughs> no, audio <that> was <laughs> um so what kind of effects does this have on like people like you and me like when we see that yeah. online yeah i definitely think like especially when you're kids right like mm-hmm. you know like we're talking mostly about teenagers and it definitely affects teenagers but like kids have tiktok too yeah like, and charlie d'amelio's fan base is like 11 year olds yeah and so i think that like when fans of these young women like you're like charlie d'amelio addison like they absolutely idolize these people mm-hmm. and like when you see that person getting so much hate yeah you're like well if charlie d'amelio my idol is not good enough then how will i be good enough you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And it's not, it's like that for like people who aren't even fans of these people too. Like women see celebrities dealing with this treatment and like maybe we start to believe that that's tr- kind of treatment is okay. You yeah. know, maybe we start to believe that like that's behavior we should tolerate from the people in our life, from mm-hmm. the men in our life. Maybe we start treating other people like this yeah. online or in person because it's so normalized on TikTok. Yeah. Like it's, such a regular thing to open sorry mouth noises it's such a regular thing to open the comments of like a young woman's tiktok videos and like see hate yeah and like it's so dangerous that we see that as normal right like that's that's part of the reason why i deleted tiktok is because i genuinely could not handle like the negativity like the constant just like like reassurance that you're not good enough for anybody yeah and I think also TikTok allows people sort of this area to practice being misogynistic. Yeah. In like a place where we see it as very normal. Yeah. So like, like it's not normal behavior. That's not how people treat other human beings. But because it's so normalized on TikTok, we make people think it's less of a big deal. And we encourage people to treat the people in their lives like this. 
and the other women around them in their lives like this mm -hmm. and to have these kinds of ideas about the women in their lives. Um, and yeah, we give people the chance to practice behind the safety of their screen. Yeah. I think, yeah. yeah. The, I think it's so gross. Oh, I can never pronounce this word. The anonymity. Anonymity. Like of TikTok. Like you'll see a bunch of accounts that are like user one, two, three, four, five. Said, oh, you're yeah. actually ugly. I don't know why you're famous. Like, like it, it's not traced back to you at all. And mm -hmm. so it's so, so easy yeah. to comment something because you're like, well, no one's going to see this. No one's yeah. going to know that it's me. And so it provides such a safe place to make the space unsafe. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think that we've learned a whole lot today, Lily. I really appreciate you coming to talk to me about this. Maybe we should maybe we should summarize what we've learned. Yeah. That'd be we've good. learned don't throw your plastic bottles in the ocean. <laughs> no. Don't contribute to the continent of hate comments on TikTok. Don't throw your hate comments. Don't add them. Because it's not necessary. Don't maybe think before you post i was about to say think before you speak you yeah. learn this in kindergarten yeah kindergarten kindergarten skills also also just yeah a woman's body is not your property it is not you're not entitled to it and you are not entitled to commenting on it so please refrain from yep. telling a woman how to take care of herself online yep if someone wears a crop top and you don't like it shut keep up it to yourself and please Treat young women with the respect they deserve because they are our future and they deserve more. Thank you so much for watching and please join us. Watching to this audio medium. Yeah, watching. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, me too. I just laughed so hard it hit the red. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Please join us for the next episode where we'll be talking about misogyny in the music industry. Thank you very much. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Take care of yourself. Love, Leela and Lily. <laughs>